views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, it is great to be connecting with all of you all over the country and all over the world. Uh, we want to thank you for all of your support uh, and the many, many things that you do. We're very excited, Benny, about this upcoming Northwest Women's Show. Um, you're going to start to hear the commercials play if you haven't heard them already. Um, we're excited. I'll be speaking both on Friday and on Sunday and we will be launching uh, Epic Living TV from the floor of the Northwest Women's Show. We're very, very excited about it. We're going to tell you a little bit more about it as we move ahead. Um, something that I was very surprised would show up in my life, um, as well as two events that we're going to be planning in the Seattle area. Uh, and we're going to be uh, planning um, uh, both events, one in Tacoma and one in Bellevue, and these are women's events, and we're thrilled about them. So lots going on here in support of all of what you all have asked for. It's amazing that we get to do the things we do. If you want to find out more about us and you want to tune in to 24-7 programming, you can go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and uh, also to DrPatShow.com. We are right at the tail end of launching our new websites. Uh, we have um, several phone apps that you're going to be able to listen to. And right now, many of you are listening through Spreaker. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that. We have thousands of, of, of listeners through Spreaker. And it's, it's amazing how this world is now connecting all the dots. Uh, we also are now on iHeartRadio, and we're thrilled about that. More information to follow about iHeartRadio. Um, and I don't even know all the other places that Jessica and Moon have uh, connected with and put us on. But this is all in response to your ideas. We do listen to the emails you send us uh, from our websites, and, and we do pay attention. And a lot of times, you know, I will go back. Um, and, and kind of tune in to uh, what you've all have said. One of us here will answer those emails that you sent. Uh, if you go to the websites and type in the comments section or whatever it is that, that you do, we do pay attention. So, um, yeah, thank you all for doing that. Now, today's show, we're hoping to have Joseph Emmett on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about Buddha's book of stress reduction. But first, let me say hello to Mr. Benny. Hey, Mr. B. Hello How there. How are you? I'm doing awesome as usual. 
big day in the old town today, isn't it? Always. Uh, lots going on. Lots going on. I got a lot of feedback about the whole Bieber thing yesterday, that little Bieber conversation. Uh, and, I, and people had different points of view about what we were talking about, what we were saying. Uh, and um, I find it very interesting uh, that um, we're all kind of plugged in to this idea of, um, you know, what we can do in our lives and how we can make our lives better. I'm going to tell you the thing that I'm really a little stuck on today, uh, and that is this idea of, oh, that's going to be the last chance you get. Uh, that's going to be, you know, you got, you got to, you know, you got to take care of it now. You know, Lindsay Lohan, she can't screw up this because it's Oprah. And I, I was talking to a, uh, one of our listeners about this um, yesterday uh, after the show who called, and we actually do pick up when you call. <laughs> and we had a really interesting conversation, and I tend to agree with her. Oprah, uh, Oprah, NBC, ABC, the Dr. Pat show, you know what, Transformation Talk Radio, this is not a higher power. We are not a, not a higher power. We may be a vessel by which messages come through. I know that for me, you know, I have a level of awareness about my life where right now this is what I'm called to do. I didn't plan this. I didn't know this was even possible, and I'm very grateful. I live every day in gratitude about this. Um, but I do know one thing, that our higher power, source, whatever you want to call it, God, this is not a limited sphere. This is not a life of last chances. So one of the things that I know we've all been faced with, I know I've had bosses, Benny, that have said to me, look it, if you don't do this thing, you're never going to get promoted. And I used to believe that. You know, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, you're not going to get that raise. You're not going to get promoted. And then you think, really, if I don't really fire all these people, I'm not going to get promoted. And I remember being challenged with that. I think it was in, I'm trying to, I tried to ask Linda what year that was, 1989, uh, I believe it was, where um, my director said to me, you're given this job so that you can fire all these graphics people. And I want to shut down the department. And I got in that job. And I'll tell you, I didn't know the question, what else is possible here? But I started to come from that place. Because for whatever reason, it was inhumane to me to round up a group of creative people where others had an expectation on them that they didn't even know about and literally go through and fire them. It's not in my makeup. And so instead of that, I asked for guidance. And I have to tell you, for six months, I was able to, to, to produce information that said this group is doing better. And eventually what we did is we went on and converted that graphics department to a highly functional organization from a $2 million deficit to becoming a service center with high technology and many other things. But here's what I've come to know about that, and that led me on a path that I didn't know I was going to step into. And ultimately, that path had to take me away from that company after 25 years, 24 and a half years with them, because I started to look at myself and my life 
And what I came to know was that I just couldn't be a person that would allow myself to step into a place that would treat people inhumanely. And what is inhumane to me? I don't know. Is there any good amount of service where you should fire somebody? You know, is there something about that where you say, um, okay, maybe it's okay to fire a couple people? You know, sometimes it is. You know, we're all faced with a, a bit of standards that we have for our lives, and we're expected to leave, live up to those standards. And when we do, we are actually uh, feel like if we live up to a standard in return, this is what you provide. This is the law of nature. We've been, we've been experiencing exchange for thousands of years, not just a hundred, thousands of years, where here it is. This is my gift to you. This is your gift to me. So we do have expectations. We do expect promises to be keeping, uh, to be kept. So are we naive in the world that we live in? So the question then becomes, what is it we want to do to create the lives we want so that at the end of the day, we can go to bed at night and hit our, put our heads on that pillow and say, I have lived a life of integrity and gratitude, and I will continue to be grateful for the life that is about to come to me in the next moment of every breath that I take. And so I love... I love being able to have dialogue and talk with all of you about what it is you want to create in your life, not about what you want. Let's change the language if we could for a minute. What would you like to create? For those of you that called into the last hour, I had an epiphany based on your call. And so often we say, I want, but what if we were to tap into that enormous energy and power that creative force that lives within each of us. What if we would actually say, what do I want to create today? You know, what is it that I want to experience from that creation? And then how can I share the wisdom and the joy of that, not just for me, but spread the abundance out into the world? Because by the very nature of who we are, and by the very nature of what we say yes to in our lives, we do live in a world of cause and effect. Carolyn May said something to me one day. <laughs> Carolyn actually has said a lot of things to me. But I remember her saying something to me one day in an interview I did about five years ago, I think it was. And Carolyn said, look, I want you to go to your sink. I think she said this to everybody. And she said, I want you to go to your sink, and I want you to plug it up, right, your kitchen sink. Put a plug in there. And put, you know, so that water can't, 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 can't uh, leak out of it. And then she said, and then I want you to have the water simply drip, not run, drip. And what she said was, leave it dripping overnight. And, and I thought, okay, what's the, what's the punchline here? The punchline is, at the end of the day, that drip accumulates into a pint, a quart a gallon, a sink, and then it's all over my floor. And I never forgot that message. And she asked the question, what would you like to be dripping from you? Would you like those drops to be filled with joy, abundance, prosperity? Would you like peace, mindfulness? Or 
would you like to be dripping resentment and anger? And I never forgot that because a drop of resentment and an accumulation of life can fill up a sink and then some with an energy and a force that we don't want. And so I want to thank you guys for all of you for calling us and emailing us. And we do get back to you. I'm telling you, we love it. I love hearing from you. Uh, I love hearing about what works. I love hearing about what you'd like to see us do differently. And what's happening on April 1st, my favorite day of the year, one of them, is you will see a whole new look from us, a whole new feel, the holistic makeover we're bringing back, call to connection we're bringing back, and inviting all of you to play with us. So thank you, thank you so much. For those of you out there that are following us on social media, isn't that a strange term, following us? Go to Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show. Go to Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. And you can, thanks to Jessica and Moon, you can simply find us and what we're up to there. We're going to keep you informed, updated, and have some fun together. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with our special guest today, Joseph Emmett. When I was younger, I saw my daddy cry and curse at the wind. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. 
Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. We are so thrilled to be talking with Joseph Emmett today. Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction, Finding Serenity and Peace with Mindfulness Meditation. Uh, And we have five copies of this book to give away. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm so thrilled to be talking with Joseph, you know, trained with Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh and uh, at Plum Village in France and also Dharma teacher, but much more than that. You know, somebody that is absolutely plugged in to the power and the purpose that we get uh, from finding serenity and peace. Uh, that idea of mindfulness, meditation, what is that? What is mindfulness? And so uh, Joseph has been able to capture in his book, Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction, We've been able to capture what the essence is of finding that place where we can be awake enough to hear the messages from Spirit, that place where all of us get to be guided to a higher purpose, a purpose greater than ourselves. And so it's my uh, pleasure and honor to introduce all of you to Joseph. Joseph, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, stress for a minute. I think that's the place we have to start off, I would say, Um, especially in terms of where we are in our society. You know, someone said to me the other day, they said, you know, stress is not something new. You know, thousands of years uh, we've been faced with stress of of one form or another. (laughs) Indeed. But we've learned a lot about it. Can you please talk with us a little bit about stress in today's world? Well, uh, for sure. There's a part of stress that is caused by outside circumstances. We have no control over it. Uh, Right now, uh, there is a snowstorm here, and a lot of people are stressed out, (laughs) stuck in traffic, trying to get where they are going. And uh, you bet they're feeling the stress. Uh, But there is also a part of stress that's in our minds. And uh, mindfulness, uh, stress reduction with mindfulness, uh, stresses that part that's in our minds. The other part is not in our control, is is due to circumstances. Uh, perhaps uh, that problem right now could be addressed to the snowplow or whatever, but the stress that is inside us, that's the part that all stress books and all the approaches uh, deal with because that's the one we have control over our thoughts, our attitudes, and how we create our own stress. So mindfulness is a wonderful tool for recognizing that and also alleviating that. You know, one of the things that we're faced with right now is we look at the stress of being connected and plugged in. And one of the things yeah. that I know I've talked about a lot is, you know, it used to be uh, when we referred to the telephone, right? 
and this was actually not that long ago, when we referred to the when we we when we referred to the telephone, you know what we were thinking uh, uh, was pretty much about. Um, all right, wait a minute. I'm in my house. My phone rings. Uh, I go and I answer my phone, and uh, that's it. I walk out of my house. There is no phone. I don't have this thing that we're carrying around where I'm texting a little message or I'm driving. That's it. If you were going to get a call, you were going to get it where you're residing, whether it's in your workplace or someplace else. Now yeah. folks have to plug in all the time. And the very nature of being so attached to that connection, I don't know about you, but I think that is the next level of stress for folks. Well, uh, that is, of course, just one of the uh, sources yes, of outside stress. Uh, but I think for me personally, the big issue is who is in charge? Who is wow. in charge? And uh, that applies to our thinking our thoughts also, uh, who is in charge? Uh, if, if you are in charge of your phone, I think there are people who uh, deal with it gracefully, but of course there are expectations from the other side that, that you would be connected all the time. Uh, but I think that uh, it's possible by changing our attitude uh, to take charge of our uh, of our uh, mm-hmm. connection to the phone and make sure that other people are aware of that. I think it's it's possible, it's doable, but uh, that is um, that's a relatively minor matter compared to uh, the worrying, the ruminating, yeah. and uh, the thinking that that causes uh, that wears us down. The, the, the kind of uh, everyday grind that wears us down. And uh, mindfulness, first of all, makes us aware of what's going on. It makes us aware of our thinking patterns. It makes us aware that we are doing it. As soon as you have that awareness, then it's possible to let go. But but when you feel that you have no control over it, that outside forces are creating the stress, and I think the example you gave with the telephone is a good one. Yes. Uh, when, when, if you feel that you can do something about it, then all of a sudden your attitude changes, you know? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that you talk about in the book, and I love this, I love this when you refer to two kinds of thinking. And uh-huh. you have some very interesting questions in the book. You know, I know that people have said to me, ah, you think too much, ah. You're worrying. Ah, your mind is always going. And then you point something interesting out in the book, right? You know, you point out, now, wait a minute. We use this language a lot, but wouldn't wouldn't we want our lawyers or our doctors, you know, we would never say to our doctor, right, that's getting ready to do surgery on my eye that I just had done, hey, you know what, doc, I think you're thinking too much about my eye right here. Uh, And so you bring something kind of interesting up. And so you say all thinking is not the same. So I would love for you to talk to that for a minute, because I don't think we realize that. Yes, yes, you're so right. Uh, Just yesterday in a group, you know, the the mindfulness meditation practice starts with being becoming aware of how much thinking we're actually doing. We're like the fish 
proverbial fish swimming in water, uh, uh, we're not quite aware how much thinking we're doing. It's so natural. We've been doing it all our lives. And it begins with awareness of thinking and coming back to the body, coming back to your breath, and sort of disengaging from the thinking process and the mind. So we're halfway through this course, and uh, now we are getting to a different stage. And this participant said, well, you, you said that thinking was not very good, that we shouldn't be doing it. Well, right away, you know, uh, it, it, he was right where you your question, you know, made its point that, yes, the automatic thinking that sort of takes over your mind, that can be, that can make you sick, actually, that can make you unhappy. But the thinking, the guided thinking, the directed thinking, the thinking that you want, uh, can make you rich and wealthy and right. other things. Uh, that's how we got our college degrees. That's how we managed to, uh, you know, get a bank account and so on. Yes. That's, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, you know, part of this, though, is is this idea you talk about, you know, um, the two faces of thinking, effective thinking and mindfulness. And and you're right. There are a gazillion books out there on effective thinking. Mm-hmm. But I said something earlier in the show, and I would love to talk with you about this when we come back from break. I, I said something about myself, and what I've come to know is that there's this thing that can happen, right? There's this thing that um, that that could happen. I've discovered this in my life. Uh, albeit a bit later on in life, where... Well, you mentioned eye surgery and things like that. Eye surgery and so forth. But the thing that is so interesting about, about mindfulness, not even knowing it's mindfulness, is this idea of allowing uh, a level of awareness to show up in our lives. And I want to take a short break when we come back. I'd love to talk with you about the relationship between mindfulness and awareness. Uh, Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Joseph about that. We're going to be giving copies of the book away, Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction, Finding Serenity and Peace with Mindfulness Meditation. That and much more right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. All the leaves on the giving tree have fallen. No shade to crawl. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach 
approach, supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistic Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Psychic World, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, with John G. Sutton, featuring his special guest, Countess Sterella. One of Britain's most respected psychic mediums, John is an internationally published author, poet, and professional clairvoyant. His best-selling books include Psychic Pets, featured with John on the Walt Disney Channel, Animal Planet. Currently, John is the feature editor of the monthly Psychic World, which is the UK's Journal of Spiritualism. He has over 30 years of experience working in the field of paranormal studies. Countess Sterella has an incredible ability to visualize your future in a positive, passionate way. This show offers all listeners the chance to call in and speak directly to John or the amazing Countess Torella. You can ask your personal questions about love, career, money, relationships, or whatever is troubling you in this often difficult life. What dreams may come? Join John G. Sutton and Countess Torella to discover your answer. See www.psychicworld.net. Chris Stanis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Got scars from a pocket knife where you carved your heart into me. Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, Joseph Bennett joining me here today. I'm thrilled to have him on the show. Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction. We'd love to give a copy away right now. First caller, 1-800-930-2819. We've got several of these to give away, but we'll do it one at a time. 1-800-930-2819. would love to give a copy of the book away. Uh, Joseph, thank you for joining me here today. Before the break, I asked a question about the relationship between mindfulness and awareness. And let me just set the stage for a minute about why this is important to me and probably a lot of people. You know, for most of my life, I looked at my day as running on this little hamster wheel, running, 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 running trying to solve a problem uh, with little notion that perhaps if I'd stop, I would allow for a level of wisdom to come in. And so that's my question about the idea of mindfulness and, and allowing an awareness. And I would love for you to talk to that for a minute uh, sure. about how can we do that and why do we want to do it? Yes. Well, you know, different people emphasize different aspects of mindfulness. For Thich Nhat Hanh, the mindfulness mantra is, be here now, be present. For the Dalai Lama, he says mindfulness is bringing all your acquired wisdom and learning to this moment now. Because so long as your wisdom remains on the shelf... And it has no bearing on, on the life you're leading because your life consists of this moment and then this moment and then this moment. 
So they're both different aspects of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So mindfulness, especially in the way that Dalai Lama talks about it, includes the idea of remembering. Remembering mind, my actually that's a dictionary definition. Used to be before the psychological definition got in. Being mindful that I am of a certain age. Being mindful that I am whatever. I am a teacher. I will behave in a certain way. You know what I mean? Being mindful, remembering, keeping that in mind. So mindfulness, awareness can be a snap of the fingers. You're aware of something. Mindfulness is more prolonged, sustained awareness. And also it's intentional awareness. Like if I clap my hands now, you will, I'll get your attention. That was not intentional. Intentional awareness is you're directing your awareness to a certain area, for example, your breath at the beginning of the practice. So that's part of your question. The other part about the squirrel wheel, (laughs) uh, you know, there's this beautiful quotation by Einstein which says, uh, you cannot solve a problem with the same state of mind that created the problem in the first place. So uh, you need to get out of the squirrel's cage and look at the squirrel with a certain amount of detachment. In other words, you have to widen your context. So long as you're in the squirrel wheel, what the squirrel is doing makes sense. The squirrel isn't that dumb, you know. I mean, manages to survive and everything. Here in Canada, it survives in the winter, which is more than I could say for myself, surviving outdoors in the winter. So uh, the squirrel's life makes sense in its worldview and so on, and mindfulness enlarges the context gets you out of the cage and look look at your life with a certain amount of detachment. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I love is the discovery about um, when you ask the question, what else is possible? You and I were talking about uh, Einstein, one of his famous, yeah. you know, one of his famous quotes or statements about, you know, it, we, you know, we cannot solve the problem at the level that the problem was created. Right? So if it's a human problem, then perhaps we can't solve that problem at that level. And, and I wanted to, you know, connect the dots here for a minute about that, about this idea of present-day problems and how the ancient principles of mindfulness meditation, you know, allow us to not go to try and solve the problems at the human level, but go take us to another place. And I think that, you know, part of what you talk about in the book, and we're going to be giving another copy of the book away uh, for folks out there, is, you know, you're talking about control in the book as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's this, this pu- push and pull that goes on with us in our lives, right? Uh, do I let go? Do I control? Am I letting go? But I'm really controlling? Am I controlling? Am I going to get what I want? I mean, I don't even think we understand and can really pinpoint when we're it, trying to control something. So can you talk to Einstein's quote for us for a minute and what meditation does to take us out of our human skin to solve this, solve a, a, a problem? 
You know, that Einstein quote has got around. Uh, uh, when I was in Plum Village once, I saw Thich Nhat Hanh wrote it on the blackboard, and a whole bunch of us copied it in our notebooks. That was a while, I think, uh, before it became so uh, spread out so well. But uh, one of the exercises in the book, uh, I call it the two baskets exercise, I think addresses this point quite well. The exercise consists of this. Uh, you can put actually two waste paper baskets in front of you, or you can imagine them, but putting them actually out there is more helpful. And mm. everything that you're encountering, uh, put it in one basket or another. And the baskets are in my control and out of my control. In this particular situation that I'm in now, snowstorm, uh, the snowstorm is out of, out of my control. Uh, so uh, relax about it. I mean, someone else is in control of that. Uh, <laughs> what is in my control is, worrying about being late to a meeting because of a snowstorm, I will not be the only one. <laughs> so I can yeah. relax about it or uh, getting in, at home in time to take the kids out to where they want to go, whatever. So what is in my control is how I react to the snowstorm. And you can uh, look at every situation mm -hmm. with that in mind, with, the, with those Two baskets in yeah. your mind. Is it in my control, out of my control? Out of my control, yeah. let go. In my control, yeah. do something about it instead of right. just worrying. <laughs> right. So. Well, Joseph, one of the things, we have somebody holding wants to ask a question on the show today. Love this. We love our listeners. They are like the best on the planet. Why don't we go to the phones? Uh, Mr. Benny, I, I believe we have someone waiting to join us. Yep, it's Ann calling in from Falls Church, Virginia. Hi, Ann. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I just, I'm... you know, I, I feel that every every day I have to get a Dr. Pat fix and try to find you on the, on the radio. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, wow, well, you, you are great, friend. and you've got great speakers, and this is a great topic on mindfulness. Uh, how can we help you today? I think I've, as I've gotten older, um, I feel that I have become more mindful because I think uh, there, in a way, there has to be something that hits you straight in the face, smacks you straight in the face for you to come alive, because I think I just see people driving. I see all of us working and, and following the schedule, and I think something has to hit you before you can really understand how mindfulness can um, be such an important part of your life, if wow. that makes sense. Well, let's mm -hmm. ask Joseph. And what I do you think, think of that, Joseph? Well, I, I, I definitely think that many people do become more mindful. In fact, there is research that uh, older people are happier uh, than, than younger people. Uh, I think part of it is the, the ability we gain in letting go. Uh, if you're one of those fortunate people, I think uh, you're very lucky because there are other people My refrigerator magnet says you can't stay young forever, but you can stay mature for a very long time. So Yes, yes. So uh, 
I is think there a way to is there a way to um, to maybe pass on your mindfulness to other people while you're talking to them? Oh, that's good because they can I be like distracted that. and you're talking to them. How how can you um, maybe vibrate that energy to them as well? Okay, this is good. Well, that, for me, I would say yes. yes. Uh, there is Dr. Emmett, could you speak up just a little more? I'm sorry. For sure. For sure. You know, oh, thank everything you. we do, everything we feel, there's such a thing called emotional contagion. It's yeah. psychological jargon which says that if yeah. you're with an angry person, you pick up on their anger. If you're with a happy person, you know, a giggle spread around the room, <laughs> just like anger does. Yeah. And mindfulness also spreads around. Imagine for a second that you are with the Buddha. Imagine that uh, you're having a family dispute, a relationship dispute, and the Buddha appears in front of you. Uh, could you continue yelling and screaming in the presence of the Buddha? It's, there's something about his presence. I'm looking at his a Buddha figure in front of me right now. There's something that's emanating, some quiet and peace emanating from him. And I think that that is sort of like emotional contagion as well. And if you are mindful yourself to a certain degree, you definitely have a beneficial effect on the people you live and work with, your family, your class, if you're a teacher, your clients, uh, if you are working uh, with people in another capacity, whatever. So uh, developing this quality really, really spreads it around. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think this too, right? I mean, you know, let's the three of us talk about this for a minute. Um, one of the things that I think comes from this as a contagion is this idea that if we are in, I call, honestly, for me, the language is a spiritual practice. When I am away from my spiritual practice, uh, and it could be for a day, let's just say, something seeps through. I, I, I don't want to just, you know what I'm trying to say? Something mm-hmm. will seep through, right? And that thing that seeps through isn't a state of peace necessarily. So mm-hmm. I know that I affect other people. And it's a little bit different for me. If you knew me on the radio and then you know me outside the radio, what happens is I'll go out with my friends and I will sit down and You'd be lucky to hear two words from me over, a, like, a three-hour period, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, uh-huh. everybody, I know you, you're having a hard time, you're having a hard time, you know, right, imagining this. It's true. It's true for me. You know, I, I, if, if I say three words, uh, Anne, right, it, it, I, and I'm out with my, people are like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? But my friends. But you're taking it all in, also. I know. My friends don't know me per se, as, as you know, this, this thing that happens to me. When I come on here, I love, I love what I do, Ann. And, yeah, and that's it evidence. Is, <laughs> I, I love it. I, lo- I don't know why I love it. I don't even question why I love it anymore. I used to say to God, God, why do I love this so much? Is it okay to love this? I mean, then well, you're, I'm, then spreading around, you're spreading around the things that you value, that you like, that are meaningful yes. to you. Of course, uh, that's, that's yes. what I'm doing also, and uh, I know Anne how you feel. Do that. Yes, and Anne, you but can do that. But other people pick up. 
your enthusiasm yeah. for talking to everybody. Yes, that's true. And what's going to Which is why, is as an example, I'm calling because of that. Yes. You know, they're topics that are, are so important because I have friends of mine that say, my gosh, you're, you're such a great listener. You listen. You, you, I could recall different details. They can't. I can. But that's right. mindfulness, too, if you can remember. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say, Joanne. You have the ability to be the contagion. See, each of us does. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. You, you know, don't have is, to. You mm-hmm. don't have to second other people's feelings, especially I, if those feelings are on the negative side. If you develop a positive mindset, that mm-hmm. radiates, and if you can hang on to it and be aware that you're doing this, you know, this little yeah. light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. You know that song? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's, yes. It's or maybe carry song. Buddha with me in my mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a children's song for children of all ages. Yeah. So, and I hope that yeah, answers your much. question. But I, I really yeah, do believe yeah. that we all have the ability to to spread the joy around. We we have that ability. And what I've learned about myself, I'm not perfect. I really am not. You know, I wake up every day, and some days I wake up, and, uh, you know, maybe the sun doesn't shine in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was really sick in 2008, my body was in excruciating pain. I had to go to a different place to experience joy. Mm-hmm. But here's what I know. This is something we can choose to do, and your question is so brilliant. And what you've done by calling in the show and asking this, Trust me, this is really affecting the lives of thousands. So today, right now, you have demonstrated that contagion of curiosity and awareness by calling in and sharing that question. And so I want to thank you very much for doing that. Thank you, Dr. Pat, and thank you very much for letting me speak. Oh, you bet. Wow. Um uh, we're going to skip the break right now, but what I would love to do is I'd love to give out another copy of the book, Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction, Finding Serenity and Peace with Mindfulness Meditation. Joseph Emmett, my very special guest today. Uh, let's do it now, 1-800-930-2819. Um, you know, Joseph, I love, love, love what Anne talked about. And somewhere in your book, you talk about the many layers of mind. And, and I wanted to, to have that conversation. I know this time is going so quickly. You know, we don't think of mind as having, very many, having many layers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you go on to talk about each of us is a bundle. Uh, yeah. And so I would, I would like for you to spend a moment with us talking about this idea of regulation and self-regulation, which many of us don't believe we actually have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. I'd be glad to. This is uh, very close to my heart right now. It's a subject mm-hmm. that's coming up in my groups as well. Yes. About anger, especially. Anger yeah. is a, a big issue. Not everybody uh, talks about it, but it affects everybody. Uh, uh, I mean, people feel it with their children. Uh, people feel it with their bosses, people they work with, it, it, it comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wanted to ask you about 
some of the practices you talk about in the book. Um, there's so many things I was really struck by. <laughs> Choose your passions and your obsessions. I had to think hard about that one for a minute. But, you know, let's talk about visualization for a minute. You know, we've, we've each gotten in, to be introduced and to the idea of visualization. I mean, you know, visualization went mainstream in uh, when the, the movie The Secret came out. And, and part of that was understood and part of it was very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to ask you, what is the importance of visualization and how do we tie that in to our meditation? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, what, what was the movie? I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name. Uh, the movie The Secret that came out. It's a book and a movie, but it talked about the law of attraction. And so in your book, you're referring to visual mantras. And that's really what came to me to ask you about oh, how yeah. important visualization is and how, how can we do that in our journey to, uh, for, towards mindfulness. Well, I I don't remember that movie. Perhaps I didn't see it, and so <laughs> yeah, that's because you're living it. Yeah, and, that's okay. Uh, and uh, visualization and visual mantras are slightly different in import. Um, mm-hmm. Visual mantras are like things you keep in mind all the time, like a mantra. You know, the Hare Krishna people—they kept that consciousness in their mind all the time. Visual mantras is sort of, instead of saying Hare Krishna, you write it on the wall so you look at it all the time and you remember it. That's, mm-hmm. that's the sense in which I'm using it. Of course, in my sense, it's not Hare Krishna, but it's more like be here now, whatever, breathe, mm-hmm. smile, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, one of the things that, uh, before we go ahead, I would love to uh, have people know how they can get a copy of your book and also what's the best website to send people to. Well, uh, I think you can get the book uh, like you can get any other book through Amazon or through your bookseller if they carry it. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the website, uh, well, should I give my website? You're so yes, far away please from Montreal. Yes. Yeah, no, give your website, please. We okay. have listeners all over the world. We have a very, very large following in Montreal. Oh, great, great. I'm so glad to hear. I'd be glad to do that. Mm-hmm. So what is your website? Uh, Mindfulness Meditation Center, one word, except that center is spelled the Canadian way, T-R-E. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, .org. Well, last couple minutes we have here, I wanted to thank you for joining me on the show today. And, um, and I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, what's, what is your personal message, um, Joseph? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, uh, I would like to perhaps uh, suggest uh, that uh, a daily uh, practice of some kind, having your own practice, developing your own practice, is beneficial for a number of reasons. It's beneficial at the kitchen table. Uh, aware of your values, aware of your goals, mindful of your goals, you eat differently. You know, uh, as soon as you taste something, if it tastes good, you want more. That's a sensory evaluation that bypasses your 
mind, your brain, your thinking. You just, your tongue once more. And if without mindfulness, you don't live by your values anymore. You live by your sensory, automatic sensory evaluations. So mindfulness is a way of adding, adding to that, adding another dimension to that evaluation so that you live, you go in the direction of your values. Uh, we were talking in, during the break about uh, how you can increase your mindfulness. We're at a daily practice period. It doesn't have to be long. Goldie Hawn has this beautiful book called 10 Minutes a Day. She means 10 minutes of meditation a day, and she's addressing it to school children, school districts, school, schools. Uh, 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes a day, increases your grades, it, you know, takes care of your behavior problems, this and that. So 10 minutes a day, I think, just as good for adults as well. Yes. Or 10 minutes a day. I agree completely. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Buddha's Book of Stress Reduction, Finding Serenity, Peace, and Mindfulness Meditation. Joseph Emmett joining me here today. Lots in this book. And, and, and Joseph, I know we've only touched upon a few things in here. There's so much in the book for people to, uh, to help them improve their lives in so many, many ways. Thank you for joining us. Um, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning us in and turning us on. If you want to find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com and uh, go ahead and uh, make sure that if you have any questions or comments, you feel free to, to email us with those um, suggestions or people you'd like us to bring on the show. We're going to have um, a new way on April 1st, uh, a new way for all of you to connect with us on our brand-new websites, our changes that we're making to them, ways for you to participate uh, and get involved, not just in finding out ways to improve your own lives, but finding out ways that you can help others, you know, becoming that, you know, contagion in, in the world that creates just an amazing vibration that you can share, just like, just like our listeners did today. Uh, calling into the show. So thank you all so much for tuning us in, turning us on. And again, uh, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show dot com uh, or and or uh, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show dot com. Thank you all so much. Uh, we look forward to catching you the next time on the show. Don't forget uh, on Friday, I'll be joining Artie at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Transformation Talk Radio. We're going to do it again. Uh, you will have, be welcome to tune us in, turn us on, call in, and all the above. Remember, you get to create your day today. Let the sun shine from within and radiate it uh, to the world. We'll see you next time on the show. Come alive and shine with the Alive and Shine radio show with Adil and Savitri. Widen your perspective, learn to heal yourself, and clarify your power of choice so that you feel truly alive and shine. 
The Alive and Shine Radio Show is your how-to guide for creating a life in which your dreams come true. Listen live each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW or at AliveAndShineShow.com. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Feel like you just can't find your happiness? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. Tap into your I am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit IamEnergy.ca. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com